All right, play us in. Can you feel this magic in the air? Must have been the way you kissed me. I fell in love when I saw you standing there. It must have been the way today was a fairy tale. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fable Fellas, fairy tales told unfairly. I am Riley. I'm Carter. That's going to sound so weird with my terrible Twinkle Twinkle Little Star <laughs> music oh, over Oh, God. It. I can't wait. <laughs> what I could wait on, though, is getting back to the Z Fighter. <laughs> what I don't want to do is what I'm about to do. What next. I don't want to do, what I absolutely, absolutely don't want to do. I got a perfect score on this back in the day. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. Yeah? Don't pause the recording, though. Okay. Just pause talking. <laughs> um, I just realized that when this comes out, you will be a married man. So, congratulations on your marriage. Oh, thank you. They're doing a little time, little time unspooling here. <laughs> but anyone listening to this will be listening to the voice of a married person. Yeah, but it, okay. Wait, will it be? Will it be the voice of a married person? Because I'm not married yet. No, but you will be when this episode comes out. Oh, interesting. That's so it's both the voice of a married man and not the voice of a married man at the same time. It's a great paradox. Yeah, a great paradox. Quack, quack. How does it feel being married but not yet? Pretty good. That's good. But also not yet pretty good. (laughs) Fascinating. Mm. Future historians will observe this podcast for years. No, they won't. Well, I just want to say it was a great ceremony. Beautiful. Um, If a little damp. And (laughs) Don't put that curse on me, Carter Allen. It's not me. It's the my weather app. <laughs> and also, it's already happened. So, le- relax. Yeah. <laughs> sure was neat um, for all those billionaires to show up and give me a cool million dollars at my wedding day. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Man, I did not expect the three billionaires that you are currently thinking about to show up to your wedding and each hand you a billion of the dollars that they have. And then to go on record about how much they love unions and paying all their taxes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you'll hear an announcement about this soon. But anyway, then they said, we're going to actually do it. We're going to solve it. We're going to solve it all, all the problems. Like everybody's been it. telling us to, because we can. And we are horrendously uh, wealthy to a degree that is un- un- unfathomable and and just... unethical to a point that it's not even worth bringing up and talk like it's not even worth delving into it because it just is on its face we are going to use our three distinct dragon hordes to finally once and for all resolve the mr miyaka crisis this man will never eat children again (laughs) it's okay i thought it was crazy when jeff bezos did that toast for you and talked about that story from before from in your past i was like how did he know yeah how did he know how do you know about all of that? I guess because he's, I mean, he can he can look up anybody, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. He could just look up us and be like, ah, I know everything there is to know. I can't believe I'm saying this, but now I'm ready to abandon this bit and get back into reading the Z Fighter. <laughs> Go for it. This is what <clears throat> I was, see, this is the old goal. Now you're excited. Now you're ready. Well, mission accomplished. The metal door screeched slightly as Riley pushed it open. The light fixtures overhead buzzed and flickered. Like large glowworms in their final hour, you 
dumb idiot. The parking garage had obviously not been used for some time. All the windows had been shattered in the parking garage? Maybe in the cars. In the <laughs> no, the garage. cars. Okay. Surely the cars. And the air was still cold. Several overturned mangled, car, mangled cars lay near the entrance, and blood marks were visible on the wall just a few feet away. Blood marks? <gasps> Riley raised a finger to his lips as they slowly made their way along the wall, keeping an eye out for any signs of hostile life or death. I was, tr I think I was trying to be very coy about it being a zombie story for a while, like until the zombies actually show up, but boy, did I do a bad job of it. It's called the Z Hunter. <laughs> you don't know what Z stands for yet, Carter. Oh yeah, you're right. It could it be could anybody. Be zoot suits. <laughs> yeah, the Zoot Suit Fighter. <laughs> God, now I want to re- now I want to write the Zoot Suit Fighter all these years later. It could be Zangief from Street Fighter. Yeah, this is a story about a bunch of teenagers <laughs> trying to get Zangief. <laughs> As Riley reached the base of the ramp leading to the second floor, he looked up. Seeing all was clear, he nodded, and the duo hurried up to the second floor. He could see the mall entranceway that took up most of the far wall. The closing gate was gnarled and torn, as if it were a bunch of wire. He can't get them all. <laughs> Past the gate, he could make out the total remains of stores, broken and ransacked in a panic. He was glad he wasn't close enough to get a detailed look, for fear of what else he might see. Like corpses. Like Zambos. More blood spots. More blood spots. A large black Hummer was sitting in the middle of the floor, its right side crunched into a yellow pole. The Hummer was coiling around it like a snake with its prey. <laughs> Suddenly, Kyle's walkie-talkie crackled to life. Okay, we see you now, DJ's Wait, punk... Wait, hey! How dare you not do a walkie-talkie voice? Suddenly, Kyle's walkie-talkie crackled to life. Guys, we see you now. DJ's punctured voice crackled through. <laughs> Riley and Kyle immediately jogged across the length of the lot, pulled open the driver's seat door, and jumped in. DJ was laying back against the curve at the right-hand side of the Hummer made as it was thrown against the pole. He was wearing his signature welding goggles that held back his beach blonde hair. Fun fact, I no longer talk to this person because, uh... <laughs> Because on Facebook... They, they went too hard into the welding goggles look? Uh, no, it's because I called his wife a garbage person because she was telling a friend of ours that being gay was a choice. Oh. Yeah, I uh, I really pulled the ripcord on that one. So it had nothing to do with uh, his descent into steampunkism. Nope. He had a silver laptop sitting on the armrest, and his lightning-fast fingers typed something into the keyboard every couple of seconds. In the other seat sat Ron... <laughs> I also don't talk to him anymore. Staring at his computer screen through his square-shaped glasses. He had a cigarette balanced between his left hand's ring and index finger, and the other hand was moving the mouse across the screen. Is that how people hold cigarettes? Okay, I'm just going to go a little bit farther past this, because I want to read the next part, and then I will explain why this next part exists. You could have just done that. I would not. I don't, I don't, I won't, I don't know when you're at the end of a page. <laughs> Okay, you two, give me a run-through of... What are you doing, Ron? Riley hissed angrily, pointing his sword scabbard into Ron's face. You told me you quit smoking. He was furious. Ron had quit only a couple months before, and Riley refused to let him give up now. Ron actually oh, no. was addicted to cigarettes, and I don't know why I brought... I don't know why I hashed it out in this story, because he also wasn't it. in this class. 
You're airing all this dirty laundry yeah. about your, your your high school chums, <laughs> and just for for what? Yeah. Ron <laughs> glared at him. I did quit. I just have it lit. This thing's all that's keeping me from freezing to death in this icebox you call a town. Put it out now, Riley ordered with authority. Fine, <laughs> fine. Ron grumbled as he threw it out the window, and that's where we'll stop for now. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, I was not expecting to to um, unearth more of your childhood friends, but it is incredible. <laughs> like this, that's not this where it ends. I know so there's more. more. I just know there's more. Oh my gosh, it's like a whole squad. Hey, oh, actually, I don't want to know. I was going to ask if you if you kill any of them off. No, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> because I was a coward, like, like Ron in his deep sin of smoking, <laughs> smoking with cigarettes. But- between his between his ring and his index fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, I still haven't even met a Zed or a Z or a Zangief. Yep. Um, I've got a. Uh, this is a two-page story, and I don't know. I don't. I probably didn't keep this part in because it was between recordings. But I, I was telling you that it was the best title in the book. I believe you. And I think I don't think anything's going to beat this. This story is called Boots Who Made the Princess Say That's a Story. Sorry. Can I hear it's, Can it's I hard. can I hear that one more time? It sort of causes your brain to go sideways. It's called Boots Who Made the Princess Say That's a Story. Then that's a story is in quotation marks. Oh my god. Okay. I'm not prepared, but go on anyway. Uh, and I should also mention that I am not prepared, so maybe this goes really <laughs> bad and we don't... Uh, Have you not read this story? Did you pick it just I, off the title? Uh, yep, I read the first page of the story, and I didn't read the second page. Oh, this is exciting. I just thought, this this sounds awesome. And also, oh man, the language in this in this one is dense and un- hard, hard to parse. Okay. Hell yeah. Um... Once upon a time, there was a king who had a daughter, and she was such a dreadful storyteller that the like of her was not to be found far or near. Oh, relatable. (laughs) So the king gave out (laughs) that if anyone could tell such a string of lies as would get her to say, that's a story, he should have her to wife and half the kingdom besides. That's a very specific call. So right away, yeah, if you can... And also has she... It's the entire kingdom. There's no way that she, too, has not heard this pitch. This is... Well, yeah, she knows. And this is... And it's so bizarre because... I don't... She's a bad... She's a dreadful storyteller. She's a bad storyteller. So if anyone can tell her a story that gets her to say, that's a story... I can't tell if they're trying to say that she believes everything she hears... Or if when she says that's a story, if she's saying what a good story, or if she's saying no, that's a story you made that up. I yeah. have no idea how to read this. Okay, I guess we'll find out as we go along. Yeah. Well, many came, as you may fancy, to try their luck, for everyone would have been very glad to have the princess, to say nothing of the kingdom. <laughs> to say nothing cut... of the kingdom. Say nothing of the. I get half a kingdom. Storyteller thinks pretty highly of the princess. The princess is pretty... Oh, the by prin- the way, this is another Sir George W. Dacent story. All right. This is a Dacent... Yeah, you did that already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> say nothing of the... 
But they all cut a sorry figure, for the princess was so given to storytelling that all their lies went in at one ear and out of the other. Among the rest... Okay, that makes it sound like she just kind of believes whatever anyone tells her. Like, she... Okay, so once again, we are dealing with a female character who isn't very bright and kind of just goes along with whatever the closest male figure in the story is telling her. Yeah, either that or... Well, actually, so she... There's a little um, tete-a-tete a little bit later with a character that makes her seem a little bit... Like, like she's got she's got brains. Well, you'll, you'll hear this in a moment here. Um, Among the rest came three brothers to try their luck, and the two elder went first, but they fared no better than those who had gone before them. Last of all, the third, Boots... Set off oh. and found the princess in the farmyard. So they think Boots is a guy. Yep. And his brother, his brothers, who are named Socks and Overalls. Socks, Overalls, and Boots. And Socks and Overalls could not tell a story to save their life. But Boots, okay. And this Socks was illiterate, so. Yeah. And this is a great, this is a great story because we know exactly what the, what the principal thing event to have happen is which is that or like the i guess the conflict the conflict is somebody needs to impress the princess with a story and the title is called boots who made the princess say that's a story so i wonder what's gonna end it right here all right good morning he said and thank you for nothing good morning (laughs) said she (laughs) thank you hey good morning piss off just just start out by just negging her nonstop. That's really a good message to send the kiddos. Or is that just a way people would greet each other? Or are they being sassy? I just don't know anymore. What was it like in Norway? <laughs> Who knows? Um, good morning, said she, and the same to you. Then she went on. <laughs> right away she goes on the offensive. You haven't such a fine farmyard as ours. I'll be bound, for when two shepherds stand, one at each end of it, and blow their ram's horns, the one can't hear the other. So she's saying, my farm is so big. It's so big, you won't believe it. But Boots, oh, he's got <clears throat> he's got his response. Haven't we, though, <laughs> answered Boots. Ours is far bigger, for when a calf starts to cross a field, it is a full-grown cow when it reaches the other end. That's a pretty big field. <laughs> I dare say, said the princess. Well, but you haven't such a big ox, after all, as ours yonder. For when two men sit, one on each horn, they can't touch each other with a 20-foot rule. So that's a big ox. That's a very big ox. It's not having an ox off. (laughs) (laughs) But what does socks have to say about the ox off? You mean boots? Oh, wait. (laughs) The other brother socks? Yes, socks and the ox off. (laughs) I chose her, George W. Dasson. <laughs> I'm going to read this last part again because I like what Boots says next. They can't touch each other with a 20-foot rule. Stuff, says Boots. <laughs> Is that all? What do you say to these beans? Stuff, said Boots. Is that all? Why, we have an ox who is so big that when two men sit, one on each horn, and each blows his great mountain trumpet, they can't hear one another. Now that's just a that's just a remake of her first statement. Come on. 
Right? Yeah, it's, he's a bit. He's doing. He's derivative now. Mm. I dare say," said the princess. "But you haven't so much milk as we. I'll be bound, for we milk our cows into great pails and carry them indoors, and we empty them into great tubs, and so we make great, great cheeses." All right, oh, I believe it. Right, Alex just seems just like okay. Yeah, sure. sure. I mean, you own an entire kingdom. I can feasibly believe <laughs> that you have a lot of milk and a lot of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. What do you want? A cookie? Boots said, "Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> Neat. Bye." <laughs> Boots doesn't say that. In fact, Boots says, "Oh, you do, do you?" said Boots. Well, we milk ours into great tubs, and then we put them in carts and drive them indoors. And then we turn them out into great brewing vats, and so we make cheeses as big as a house. We had to... He's not done. We had to <laughs> a Dunmare to tread the cheese well together when it was making. But once she tumbled down into the cheese and we lost her. What? <laughs> Sorry, Even, the part that I haven't read before. Oh. That sentence took me on a ride. Okay, start start from the top. Start from the top. But go slow. Try not to put his um actually intonation on it. Just tell me what it says. Okay, so there's some semicolons here. Let me just. Okay, so we got big cheese house. Oh my god, big cheese house. I I read to the end of the um, I read to the end of the sentence. It's a lot. It's a doozy. So so the big cheese house. They make a lot of cheese. He says. We had to a Dunmare to tread the cheese well together when it was making, semicolon. But once she tumbled down into the cheese and we lost her, semicolon. Okay, so and, so they had a lady. They had a lady and she had, had a to horse. Oh oh Dunmare. Sorry, Dunmare. Uh, Dunmare. So they had a horse that had to tread the cheese well for, together for reasons, and then the horse died. There there's a horse car- carcass somewhere in the cheese. The horse fell into the cheese. The horse fell into the cheese. And they lost the horse. Boots and the horse, what fell into the cheese, is the sequel to the, the story. The sentence isn't over, though. Oh, no. That was just another semicolon. Then he says, and after we had eaten at this cheese seven years, we came upon a great Dunmare alive and kicking. What? So- <laughs> Whoa! Neat! Um... Boy, I would at this point I would say that's a story. Yeah, I'd say that too. <laughs> hey, this is insanity. If, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were fibbing. So that was the end of the sentence, but Boots is not done. Well, once a- after that, I was going to drive this mare to the mill, and her backbone snapped in two. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. And that's where the story ends. I know. It's like, normally pre- now hold on. This I was just destroying me. I can understand huge fields. I can understand big ox. I can even understand cheese house and horse living in cheese house for seven years. Were you telling me this horse broke its back? You're full of it. Are you still there? Yeah, hold on. I'm just. <laughs> I'm reading to the end. Oh no, we've broken him. Okay. <laughs> I just had. Okay, so the horse's backbone snaps in two in his story. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't put out, not I, semicolon, for I took a spruce sapling and put it into her for a backbone. What? <laughs> there is a lot of. 
He jumped from step one to step 20 pretty quickly there. She, she, he replaced the mayor's backbone with a branch. I got, a I, it's I, easy. I got that much, but it's easy, huh? Okay, <laughs> easy. Walk, walk me you through the process. Okay, Greg, get, you got, uh, get a spruce sapling. Have okay. you got it? Not yet. Okay. Give me a second. Oh, yep. Okay, got it. Okay, now, are you at the mayor? Uh, yep. No, okay, find still. the part where hold the backbone hold, snapped hold into. Hold still, hold still. It, do you, can you feel the snapped into backbone? Yeah, she's she's really unhappy, so make this next step quick. Okay, just get get it in there. Just get it in there? Just Yeah, just put this put it where her backbone is. But her backbone's on the inside, I'm on the outside. Yeah, just put it in. But there. I... I don't think I have consent for that. Well, <laughs> um, would you like to <laughs> would you like to hear about what happens to this? this yes, bear? please help me pull the ripcord on that gag. Ah, uh, her backbone snapped in two, but I wasn't put out not I for I took a spruce sapling and put it into her for a backbone, and she had no other backbone all the while we had her. But the sapling grew up into such a tall tree that I climbed right up to the sky. (laughs) By it. And when I got there to the sky, I saw a lady sitting and spinning the foam of the sea into pig's bristles ropes. The connected universe. But just then, the spruce fur broke short off. The spruce fir... Oh, that's just the tree. Not the fir, like fir of an animal. Fir, like fir tree. Yeah. But spruce then, of fir was fir... the name of the horse. They changed it after she got the back implant. Okay, well, spruce of fir broke again. Aww. But just then, spruce of fir broke short off, and I couldn't get down again. So the lady let me down by one of the ropes that she was making out of the foam of the sea. Um, and down I slipped straight into a fox's hole. And who should sit there but my mother... But my mother and your father cobbling shoes... Just this all started in. with her having a lot of cheese. <laughs> just as I stepped in, my mother gave your father such a box on the ear that it made his whiskers curl. Wait a minute. My father doesn't have a mustache. This is a story. <laughs> That's a story, said the princess. My father never did any such thing in all his born days. So Boots got the princess to wife and half the kingdom besides. The end. God. Well, I wonder what that relationship was like. Oh my god, I just love. Oh my god, I can't believe what he. he they were going. They were just exchanging, like you know, quips and barbs and whatever mm-hmm. about you know, my ox is so big, my farm is so large, and then she goes like, "Well, we make so much cheese," and he he just, just goes hard. Oh, do you? Do you make cheese? Oh, do well, you make cheese? What? Well, guess, think about, you want to know about the giant I saw? You want to know about when I saw my mom just give your dad the business? Like, we make so much cheese that, long story short, my my mom punched your dad once. <laughs> I don't think I could be in a relationship with someone who start, who the first time I talked to them, they told me such a huge whopper that ended with my dad getting boxed. <laughs> it boxed while trying to make shoes inside of a foxhole yeah. below a, clou- a cloud woman. And according to the consistency of the story, my dad didn't even do anything. She just no, punched him un- unprompted. <laughs> and that's that's when she knew. 
out of all of that, she's finally she's hey, nobody punches my dad. He's the king. Yeah, you can't. All the rest of that stuff makes perfect sense. That's baloney. <laughs> Spruce fur backbone. You got it. I wish I had one. And he's like, I got just the thing for you. <clears throat> I, Wild. Another, this is another one where I can't fathom a moral or lesson. Not that there needs to be one all the time. I, I don't think this one has a moral or a lesson. Does it? It is. Um, it can't be anything about honesty because the character actively benefits from just telling a huge lie. Mm-hmm. Just making stuff up. Maybe this is just a for funsy one. Yeah, maybe maybe, the, more... maybe this was one is just a funny story for funny little guys and gals. Norwegian folktales just like to uh just like to hang. Yeah. They just They're want... not there to preach anything. They're not there trying to change the way you think in your life. They're like <laughs> Well that's good because it didn't. <laughs> one time there was this guy who's so stupid. See you so He got stuck in a chimney. <laughs> And another time, there was this guy named Boots. <laughs> Boots he had, really two, he had two brothers. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about them. Yeah, right. I like, you know, in a lot of the stories that um, I felt like I, you know, that have like, oh, the three people came to the king to attempt. You always hear like what the first two do. Yeah. They're always like, and overall said, um, I, well, I, on my way here, I saw a goat that was blue and had an extra leg. And she's like, oh, blue goat, that's interesting. Wow, and neat. the king's like looking and he's like, mm, don't know about that one. <laughs> and then oh, Socks is like, I, that you think that's crazy. I saw two, because it's, it's never anything all that more interesting or different yeah. than the first person. I saw two blue goats who each had three extra legs. And she's like, that's way, that's a lot more goats. It does it doubles as many goats as the first brother, but anyway. So we can either then, assume that. Uh, I guess we can assume that socks and overalls just had such lame stories to tell that they were bothered being told here, or uh, Dacent just kind of phoned that part in. Right. The cliche didn't exist at this point. Dacent's like, this story's a little long. I gotta <laughs> shave, trim some fat. Boots, Boots comes up, the absolute maverick. <laughs> the mad lad himself. I wouldn't want to sit on an ox's horn. Even if I could touch the person sitting on the other ox horn with a 20-foot rule. Even if I would live for seven years, I wouldn't want to live in a cheese house. Right? This horse was just in... I mean, it's 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 cheap wheel. It's a wheel of cheese, so... It survived dense. off of cheese for seven years. In, That's not even protein. Inside the cheese wheel. How long do horses usually live? Well, I... As long as they can breathe, which is probably not something you can do inside of a cheese wheel. 25 to 30 years. Okay, so yeah, the horse could ostensibly live. But, well, no, I don't think cheese is enough. I, I think you need I think you need more nourishment. Can you just live off of cheese? Well, he's not getting any water. That great Dunmare. Yeah. Cheese well together when it was making. But once she tumbled... <laughs> I like that this nonsense story is the one that we spend the most time worrying about the specifics of how horses can survive. Right, and also, yeah, the, yeah nonsense. It's a made-up story inside of a made-up story. 
And so what a story. I just I just trying to imagine that you know you close the book and say, "So kids, that's why it's important that we always <sighs> And then grandpa just starts sweating nervously as the kids stare at him expectantly. Is someone I guess maybe what it is is Don't believe um, everything you hear, kids. Hey, if the king promises you half the kingdom and the princess, really go for it. Put in your all, okay? Just, like, really, really, really go for it. I guess it could be that they're encouraging people to not be like the princess and be more skeptical of the things they hear. You know, question Mm. things. Maybe maybe it's a um, satirical sort of uh, jab at the monarchy. Oh. Of the time. Maybe it's just like the king and the princess and the royal family are so stupid. Maybe this actually <laughs> happened. They can't tell fact from fiction. Why, I knew a guy named Boots. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be told that exact line. Boots is a good name. Yeah. What was the title of the story again, Carter? Oh, Boots, who made the princess say that's a story. And I think that at first you're thinking, ah, do a pair of, is this a story about a princess? What encounters a pair of boots maybe on the road and something, you definitely, I don't, I thought for sure that there were real boots in the story. What's weird is I immediately identified boots as a name and I don't know what that says about me. Because maybe, maybe, maybe what happened is um, I I probably read it in a way that implies it's a name because there's not a comma there. If I had said it like, Boots who made the princess say that's a story. Just be like a hamburger who made the princess say that's a story. <laughs> and if I had said like hamburger who made the princess say that's a story, with that enunciation, it kind of tips it off that that's going to be a person. Yeah, a person named Hamburger. The way the title is what? written reminds me of yet another one of my favorite inside jokes between you and me: the man what built a gun once. <laughs> My man, my built a gun once. The world's greatest uh, never-written radio play. <laughs> and I, I don't remember any of the backstory. I just remember we were talking about how it was just magical. This man just built a gun in his workshop. And we were so delighted by it that we spent that entire day at the Comic-Con referencing him, even if there's no way to bring him up organically. <laughs> We had to do something at Comic-Con to, like, pass... Was that when we were booth- um, uh, boothing? Yeah, that's when we were boothing together. <laughs> Every we time there boothing? wasn't someone there, we would just look at each other with a stupid grin on our faces, and we would just launch into another not-story about the man what built a gun <laughs> once. It's <laughs> good stuff. And that was college. That was college. Our writing has improved severely. I obviously. sure hope so. All right. Uh, you want to do? You want to? You want to give us a little outro? Absolutely. Thanks again for listening to our show. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I am Riley. I'm Carter. And we are the Fable Fellas. Oh, that's right. Keep, Keep it vidy, everybody. Da 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 da. <laughs>